Welcome to Jack and Geek. I'm Crip. And I'm the Crip Keeper. And this is our part two of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Uh, this is our first uh, part, part two, two. book club? Huh? Part two book club? Part two book club? I mean, it's it's our first that we had to do more than one. Yeah. Okay, but Goblet is a big fucking book. So Goblet like, is a big fucking book. Of course we had to do two. We're drinking butterbeer yet again. Yet again, you like butter beer. I'm just saying that it's the second time in yeah, the way you said it, though. Oh my god, I can't say nothing these last no, two days. No, it's just the way you say it, dude. Um, we'll probably drink butter beer for the next one too. It's a good drink. I mean, one, it is a good drink. Two, it's, it's Harry drink. Potter themed. It's a fantastic drink. So you know, obviously everybody knows our next our next book club. It's going to be order. I mean, yeah, obviously. I mean, we got to get done. What if we just jumped to Percy Jackson? <laughs> that would be fucked up. That would be fucked eh, up. You know how it is. Let's go to Half-Bloods. <laughs> Damn. That's fine. Let's just do uh, Myth Adventures out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, my God. Most people have no idea what Myth Adventures is. <laughs> I just did that because I wanted him to come. I know. I would love to do Myth Adventures. We okay. should at some we point. Should. But it would be, it, the, the podcast, we would have to do like two or three books at a time because the books are so small. I mean, Goblet of Fire is more than the book I have that's four books in one. <laughs> <laughs> that's how small those books are. I'm but, still out here trying to convince one of you to read my James Patterson books. Or both, or all of us, read my James Patterson books. I, I, give me different books James Patterson has written. You mean Maximum, Maximum Ride. Ride? You know me different series James Patterson has pumped say, out of his ass? I, I think so say, you going, are you talking about the Alex Cross No, but books? those no, are fantastic he's, books. She just calls them the James Patterson books for some reason. And I'm like, no, James Patterson's a popular author. The uh, Alex Cross books are so good, though. I like the movies. You didn't like the movies? Have you seen all the movies? Oh, shit. Checkmate, bitch. Yeah, I have seen all the movies. <laughs> because you seen one of them? Have you seen all of them, fucking plebeian? <laughs> because, um, uh, which one was it? Along Came a Spider was a pretty good movie? It was a good movie. I, I liked it. I like books better than the movies. Y'all get ready for part always. three. <laughs> get ready for part three. <sighs> we'll get through it. Will we? All we've got is three tasks to do. And so much more in between. And not that much. We only went for an hour and a half on the first podcast. There for are 20, uh, we went through 20 chapters. Uh-huh. There's 17 left. That, that, there's a lot in those 17. These are where the longest chapters come in. <sighs> they're long, but they're not a lot. So buckle in, pause right now, go get yourself a snack, a drink, and put that other earbud in, because we all know one of you are listening with only one earbud in. You need to hear <laughs> our, our voices in both ears. But first, let's take a shot. Uh, I don't think I'm going to do it this time. 
And yet you did, bitch. Yes, yeah, I know. you did. Yeah, you did. You had to be a bitch. You I couldn't did. just leave it. Nope. Okay. Where did we? Where do we start off? Your Puppy mama. gets bullied for twenty minutes. <laughs> Puppy <laughs> gets bullied for bullying. Good. <laughs> bully the bully. <laughs> um. So the first task. Harry and Hermione try to find um, a spell that can help with the first task. Even though I don't really know what the first task is, a hundred percent. So Hermione's like, "Here, take all of these spells and learn them all." But, <laughs> but you know, here's the thing. Harry learns more magic in this book than he learned in any of the movies. Yes. Yeah. But what? Because. Unrelated. Keep going. <laughs> You go with all the uh, spells he learned in this book. If you only watch the movies, Harry didn't learn much magic at Hogwarts. No. He learned Expelliarmus, and that's like it. <laughs> hey, he knows how to turn shit into a goofier version of itself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Harry is nice, I guess, and warns Cedric about the dragons. Even though there's pins that literally say Harry sucks, or Harry stinks, go Cedric. He told people not to wear them. He did tell people not to wear them, but he didn't know that until, I, he didn't know that when he told Cedric. Cedric told him after that he told him not to wear it. He told people not to wear it, but he was okay with them still wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> or he just couldn't stop them from doing it. He could have put the, he could have put the Imperius curse on them. That's illegal. <laughs> I'm not going to break the law to get people to stop being assholes. Moody gives Harry a hint because in all of this, Moody's like, hey, psst, I got something to tell you. He gives him hints. Hermione helps him learn the summoning charm, which will help him against the dragons so that he can fly away like the little bitch he is. Dude in Audible says Asio. <laughs> yeah. Accio. It's Accio. It's Accio. I mean, I don't know. I don't know Latin, so I don't know if it is Accio. Because all that shit is just basically twists on Latin. Some of it, yeah. Good bit of it. So the first task is to get past the dragon and collect the golden egg. You would think Harry would know how to collect golden things because he knows he can catch the snitch pretty okay. Pretty okay. Pretty okay. <laughs> Let's go. I'm not a this motherfucker literally just falls into the snitch every he time. He does every time. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he eats the damn snitch. He catches the damn snitch and breaks his arm. Breaks his broom, too. He gets dementored. <laughs> so, like, I mean, he just kind of... He, he doesn't catch the snitch. The snitch catches up to him. Basically. Um, okay, speaking of Quidditch, mm -hmm. Cedric is on the Hufflepuff Quidditch team. Yes, yeah. he is. Whooped their ass. Whooped their ass. But what does he play? I think he's a starter. He's I'm a, not 100%, but I think he's a starter. A starter. A starter. That's not a... A fucking, um... A bludger? A beater? I think he's a beater. I don't think he's a beater. 
Bludger is a type of ball. A beater is the one that hits the bludger. Uh, I don't remember all the fucking positions. I don't really care. Cause here's the thing: if he was, if he was a seeker, he's not a seeker. Because he's a seeker. No, is he a seeker for real? As the captain and seeker, 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 seeker of the Hufflepuff Quidditch team. So when he said he beat Harry, he beat Harry. He beat Harry. He didn't just. Oh well, we just scored enough points. No, he beat Harry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. But he's humble about it. Isn't it the first year that that happened? No. No. It was one of the first games. Mm-hmm. No, it was when he got dementored. Is when mm-hmm. he when they won. Oh well, then Cedric didn't really beat him. The Cedric. dementor beat him. Don't 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 take that away from us. So so Amos Diggory. <laughs> Is talking shit <laughs> about like, Harry, and it's all about a Dementor beat Harry, not Cedric. Harry had his boundaries. Harry went out of bounds. That's Harry's fault. There's no out of bounds. There is out of bounds when there's Dementors outside not, the school. Not when it's Quidditch. When there's Dementors yes, there at is. a border. I it in high school. Yes, it hey, is. There's no out of bounds with Quidditch. Hey, there is when there are Dementors at a certain point. And when you well, get and to if the, the snitch, and if you get to that point, dementors are there. Are you you're to, out of bounds. Are you about to say if the snitch is going there? It did. The snitch just flies oh, around. I, that's you could have just hey, waited. No, I was going to say what happens when the snitch flies into dementor's face. It don't. And you got to catch the snitch don't. out of dementor's face. It don't. It can. It don't. It can. It don't. It can. It don't. It goes where it wants to go. Yeah, and it doesn't want to go into a Dementor, <laughs> dumbass. You because, defeated your own argument. Because didn't they say that uh, Fred and George said that uh, people uh, go missing? Yeah. So the the damn snitch can go fucking anywhere and there's no out of bounds. You just may not ever show back up. The out of bounds is past the Dementors. <laughs> When there are Dementors, there's a different rule. <laughs> there's a different rule. So each champion succeeds in trying to get the golden egg from their dragon. Cedric gets burnt all to fuck. Yes, he does. Burnt all to fuck. Yeah. Um, Rita is there once again. At the beginning, when they're in the champion's tent in the movie, Rita's there and Hermione sneaks in, and Rita's like, oh my god, young love. And Crumb's like, get the fuck out of here, bitch. Yeah. Just get the fuck out of here. Um. You get. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. Crumb. Crumb does pretty well getting the uh, the egg. He does better than Harry. Hermonini. Um, huh. Hermonini. Shut up. <laughs> um. Apparently, Russian means stupid. <laughs> Floor barely gets it. Barely. Um, Cedric gets burnt all the fuck. We already said that. And Harry gets a four by Kakarov. Yeah, Kakarov hates Harry. Gave him a four. Okay, and Dumbledore gave him what? A ten? No, I think it's bullshit. Eight. I think it's bullshit letting the fucking uh, people who uh, are over the schools. Be the judge. Yeah, that's stupid. That's that makes they should have sense. separate judges. That's separate called a judges. bias. Yeah. You know why Dumbledore gave him an eight? The same reason Gryffindors keep winning the house no. tournament. Harry barely got touched and got the egg in record time. Slytherin's up a hundred points. 
Harry blinked at 200 <laughs> points, Gryffindor wins. Every time. And where's our houses? Harry coughed. <laughs> 300 points. You know what's crazy? Only the Hufflepuffs are bitching. Where's our house? You literally got a big part in Goblet of Fire. Yeah. I'm not bitching. I'm just I'm just vibing. Because Ravenclaw's always in the damn books. In the background. No. No. In the background? There's always a Ravenclaw doing something. It's crazy that you got in the foreground and you're bitching about me always being in the background. We get the foreground in one book. How many books do we get the foreground oh my God. in? No. How, how many times did the Ravenclaws get like big recognition through a no. whole book? None. Hey, hey. And, and you fucking got uh, uh, Fantastic Beasts. We Damn. didn't get that. Damn. Damn. We don't, I don't claim that. that uh, still existed. Still existed. Flora is a Ravenclaw. Flora ain't going to Hogwarts. They got she don't go to Hogwarts. She's not. They got she different houses. The, she sat at the Ravenclaw She sat at table. the table, but she's not they a Ravenclaw. They, they, put her in the Ravenclaw they have corresponding no. colors. No. They, they every, do have corresponding colors. No, they every were not in either their own, houses. Every school has their own houses. That's true. Livermore's, uh, I can't remember what it is. Because they put Durmstrang with uh, Slytherin. Is it Slytherin? Yep. Mm, sounds right. Crumb is not a bad person. I didn't say Slytherins I was Slytherin. are bad people. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Yes. Slytherins are bad. The Slytherins we have seen are bad. Yes. Hey, yes. But that doesn't mean all Slytherins are bad. You, you, you want to settle on that. All Slytherins are bad people. Say it to the microphone. What? Say it to the microphone. Say it to what? the microphone. Say all Slytherins are bad people. Just say it. Because she's a Slytherin? Say all Slytherins <laughs> say are bad people. Say it. All Slytherins are bad people. You just lost a fan. <laughs> she's not even listening anymore. Like she's already gone. <laughs> her no. in her common room feels she, like she, She's going to get the banner off the wall and just has a blanket. <laughs> no... The problem is, in the books, they're all bad. 90% of them are bad. Even when it got, when you go, when you go with Deathly Hallows, they have to lock most of them up. Yes. So most equals all. Not all. But you just said all. Just keep going back and forth. Which one is it, dog? All. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. Um, Ron and Harry finally make up. Ron's like, "Look, I've been a bitch." Harry's like, "I know." I've been a bitch too. No, Harry was not being a bitch too. Uh, yeah, but that's that's what happens when homies make up. It's like, "Yeah, I've been a bitch too, bro." It's fine. And then Bagman tells the champions uh, that the clue to the next task is in the golden egg. This is this part is just so fucking annoying. Yeah. So chapter one, or one, <laughs> 21, the house elf liberation front. The house elves come back in. Spew. Spew comes the fuck back in. A surprise party is held for Harry, and he opens the egg. It starts screaming. It starts screaming. Is it now called health? What? House elf liberation front. Yes. Health. Hermione discovers. She's bad at names. I didn't. 
Are you saying Hermione or me? Hermione. Usually when you say she, it means me. <laughs> Get instantly offended. Usually when you instantly say she, offended. it means me. Damn. Damn. Such a woman. <laughs> um, Hermione discovers how to get into the kitchen. She didn't discover. She was told. Fred and George tell her. That you <laughs> she she had the instincts. <laughs> they kicked in. She found the kitchen. Fred and George told her to tickle the pear. She she thought they were joking. She tickled the pear. <laughs> she she thought they meant come to our bedroom <laughs> and tickle our pears. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Hermione. You'll find the kitchen. My vagina's tingling. <laughs> Is it incest if they have a three-way with Hermione? Whoa. Whoa, damn. <laughs> you brought up the bedroom. Hey, hey it's cool when it twins. The internet's proved that for years. That's hey, true. It's okay when it's in a three K. It's not gay. <laughs> they didn't say <laughs> shit about incest though. Look, you can't be singing that song no more. Um. As long as you're not touching each other, it's not incest. If he goes over there and starts tickling his brother's balls, then it's incest. Bro, three way there's there's instant chance of ball tapping. <laughs> Not if one's on each side. Somehow, long ball syndrome got it. What was it in How I Met Your Mother? Barney's rule about three ways. It was like the devil's eye or Dude, something. How I Met Your Mother got the Game of Thrones treatment. That's true, it really did. But that's a podcast for another day. <laughs> um, I care of magical creatures with blast-ended scroots. Rebel against hibernation. We didn't really talk about the blast ended scroots yet. <laughs> Hagrid brought some weird creatures to the school. Nobody likes them. He didn't them. bring them. No. He bred them. He bred them. Nobody likes them. But the trio does it because they don't want to hurt Hagrid's feelings. They eat each other. Basically, what happens is they eat each other. Yeah. <laughs> the crew does it because they don't want to hurt Hagrid's feelings. They fucking. Yeah. That's basically what she said. The crew does it. <laughs> um, Everybody's just fucking in front of Hagrid. <laughs> Addery. The only, the only, in the closet with a Superman shirt. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing you really gotta know about the blast and the screw <laughs> is that they're there or they get big. In the closet, closet, closet. Rita arranges an interview with Hagrid. Not a good idea. No. Hagrid is... A loudmouth? Adorably clumsy. Stupid. Um, not clumsy, stupid. Um, clumsy makes you fall over, stupid makes words fall over. Um, he is almost... He's childlike. Stupid. Childlike. If you're an adult, they call that stupid. Um, that's when they're like we should probably send him to the facility he's not that bad go look at the rabbits he literally had to get his wand taken away from him he did and then he fucking hit it okay but yeah. he had to get his wand taken Guarantee. away from him from something else 
Him being stupid? Them thinking he was a riddle. Him, them thinking he was basically a riddle. Because he was doing something stupid that he's not supposed to be doing? No, no, he was taking care of a big spider. Don't take care of big spiders, kids. Don't kick it. Don't he likes big animals. I'm sorry. You know why he likes big animals? Because he's a big, big animal. Big bitch. Harry, Ron, and Hermione go to the kitchen where they find Dobby and Winky. Winky starts throwing herself against the, the oven because she has the slightest thought about not being uh, a service to somebody or to a family. Chapter 22, The Unexpected Past, in which the Yule Ball is announced, and Harry learns he expected to have a dance partner. He learns that five seconds before the dance. <laughs> He's got, he realizes he's only got 30 seconds to get to Mars. Um, so, what's basically going on from here to the Yule Ball is uh, Harry and Ron trying to ask somebody. So, Harry and Ron are tr trying to figure out who to ask. They're like, oh, we can ask so-and-so. And they're like, ah, no shit. She won't go out with me. Ah, shit. Fuck. <laughs> and Fred and George are like, yo, Fucking pick a date, or else you're gonna have to deal with the ugly ones. Yeah. Oh. Which I feel like was a jab at Hermione. Ooh. Hermione took it as a jab. Yeah. Um, and what was it? Fred yelled over to a girl and asked her if she wanted to go, and she said yes, and he was like, oh, we're good. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Shit. Um, what up? McGonagall. This is one of my favorite parts. She's teaching them how to dance, right? She's like, gentlemen, you need to learn how to dance. She fucking gets Ron's ass out on the fucking dance floor. It's like, Weasley, get your ass over here. We're slow dancing. That's one of my favorite parts. By the way, it's it's uh, the audible version is narrated by Jim Dale. I we love wanted, you. I wanted to put that out there before I forgot about it. Jim Dale. You're really good at reading stories. We really love you got you got the you got the sound effects. You got the story uh, voices down, Harry. <laughs> but that's one of my favorite parts. And in the movie, when McGonagall does that, Harry looks at Fred and George. He's like, "You're never gonna let them live this down, are you?" And they're like, "Fuck no, man." If they had phones, they would be taping it. They don't know what you're doing. The Nobody hand thing. <laughs> I just see you doing your little hand thing, like, slowly. If they had phones. <laughs> I become like a, a mother, like a wino mom, when I do this. If, I don't know why, but I do. Harry tries to get the nerve to ask out Cho Chang. Cho Chang is introduced. <laughs> yeah. Cho Chang, boys. <laughs> um, I've had a crush on Cho Chang for years. This is the first time we've heard about her. <laughs> it really do be the first time we hear about her. <laughs> it's fucked up. But as soon as I hear Joe Chang, all I think about is a long, long way to Barsing Say. I don't know. It's Please, let's up. not bring that up because I will cry. <laughs> <laughs> no Um, but when he finally asks Cho, she's like, 
I've already got a date, but like, if you would ask me like ten minutes earlier, I would have said yes. And who's she going with? Cedric. Fucking Cedric. Cedric getting that dickery. <laughs> I'll give you a second. <laughs> Swallowly drink. So, and Ron thought it would be a good idea to ask out Fleur. Yeah. What we hadn't talked about yet is um, Fleur and some other... Bela. Thank you. They have this power. This, like, succubus kind of power that will get men to do what they want sometimes. Like, remember at the... Yeah, uh, at the Quidditch World Cup. We didn't talk about those. They almost jumped out of their fucking off the rails. This is another example of why we have to have two parts. A part we forgot. Well, just, it was not necessary. It, it wasn't really it was necessary. That important, but it's then really we get not. to this, and then and Fleur then it becomes like, important. No, that's Fleur, really still not really important. No, but because Fleur is the way Fleur had that power, right? Because her grandmother essence. was Avila. And Ron, she he was just standing there talking to someone, and then she walked by, and he became like so puppy dog, puppy Enamored dog lovesick. He asked her out, and then fucking ran for it, like a pussy. What a bitch. <laughs> so now they neither of them have dates until those twins walk by, and I'm not going to be able to pronounce their names. Bubby. They're not twins. They're sisters. Twins. They're sisters. They're not twins. They're twins in the movie. They're just sisters because one of them is in one house and one is in another house. Uh, I don't even see their names on here. It's. Oh. Are you talking about Pavarti and Patil? Yeah. Pavarti and Patil. Yeah. I wouldn't even be able to say that. We all know I wouldn't even be able to say it that. It literally is said like it's like it's spelled out. I know, but I have a problem with simple words all the time. That, I'm no. dyslexic. There's too many words. There's <laughs> too many words. So, they have their dates. They have their dates. They think, um, Harry, or Ron's dressing robes come... And he's like, oh shit, these are Jenny's. And he tries to give them Jenny, and she's like, I'm not fucking wearing that. That is so horrible that <laughs> Fred and George get good ones. Jenny gets good ones. Think Ron's got to deal with these old fucking... Which is crazy, because it's usually the other way around. Uh, the older kids got to deal with the gross shit, and the younger one's like, here's your brand new shit, you're the baby. Technically, he's a, he's the middle so he's still with that yeah. dealing with older shit. Jenny's the youngest. Yeah, yeah but like Fred, Fred and George would be getting the bad shit. Cause like the rest of them are gone. Fred and George, Fred and George are favorite, but mm. not. No, they're they're the, the favorite of who's still in the house. No, yes. no, no, no. I think they're the favorite of all. Even though no, this no, is no. off Molly to no end. They so do. do you. They do. But they're the favorite because of that. Because they pissed off. I think Molly off. likes the chaos. I think that's what it is. I don't know if it's like the chaos, but it's a. She would let more of it go if she wasn't so zeroed in on them. I think she's experiencing empty nest syndrome and she doesn't even have an empty nest yet. She's just had so many is. of her children already gone that it's settling in and she's trying to over mom 
That's what it is. That's why she wants uh, Fred and George to do so well on their OWLs. That's why in the later books she wants Ron to do so good on their OW on his OWLs because she's over momming because three of her children are already one foot out the door. Say it one more time. OWLs. One more time. OWLs. One more time. OWLs. That's what I think the problem is. And I love Molly to death. And I think she's just being a mom. That's really what it is. Okay. So next chapter. The Yule Ball is chapter 23. The Yule Ball. We don't have to go through every single chapter. The Yule Ball. The longest chapter. So there's a couple things that are important in this. Sirius. An owl rides from Sirius. Um, They kind of have to do this owl system. Hedwig can't keep going back and forth because it's too suspicious. Gotta switch him up. Um, so they have to go down to the owl owlry, which is oh an interesting, God. which is an interesting <laughs> new part of the castle. We don't see a lot. We don't see it in the movies. Like we Me don't either. see. That's where he asked Cho in the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah, we see it twice. Yeah. But that's what I mean. We don't. We hear about it a lot, but we don't see it yet. And are you just making fun of my hair? No. Mm-hmm. Um. You're like getting quieter as things go like on. Like the Ravenclaw dorms. We don't know really where that is in we the don't. movies. We know where it is in the books. It's the astrology tower. And it's beautiful if you've seen the drawings of it. But you don't see it in the movies. Much like you don't see uh, any other house except for Slytherin and, and uh, it's another reason why I'm really excited for the new game coming out. Oh, I'm so excited. Because, like, all of the games have expanded well into Hogwarts better than the movies. Yeah. And I think this one's going to be the one we can take the most seriously. Because, like, the Lego games, you can only take partially seriously. Yeah. The mobile games, you can only take partially seriously. This is going to be the first full-fledged you're a student in Hogwarts game. And yeah. if you don't know... There is a video game coming out for Hogwarts that is way before Fantastic Beasts or the original story, um, and it's a bunch of. It's Ain't a, it like a hundred years or so. I think so. It's an open world game, and you can go through the castle. There's going to be mini missions, and like you can do a whole bunch of different shit. And it's supposed to be coming out in 2021. Hogwarts Legacy. Hogwarts Legacy. It's supposed to be coming out in 2021. I don't know if it will come out in 2021 with all this bullshit still going on. So far, it's still projected to. But I'm very excited. It's set about in the it. 1800s. And Fantastic Beasts is 19. So, it's it's well before. Okay, Yule Ball. Yule Ball. Uh, I will rise from Sirius. Dobby startles Harry on Christmas morning. Presents are opened. Um, Dobby gives Harry socks because to him socks are very important yeah so and it's Harry more gives of a gesture back, thing yeah. Harry gives him back socks mixed match socks Ron promised um, Dobby his Weasley sweater because uh, Molly like he needs a fucking other sweater because Molly knits the sweaters every, every year, year and he's like mom won't notice if I don't if I'm wearing the same one from last year so you can have this one. Dobby gives... He feels like he is a millionaire with all the shit he gets for Christmas. Yeah. A sweater, mismatched socks, a shirt, like a bunch of different like little things. 
and it means the world to him because he's never had possessions which is another thing we don't get from the movies how deep Dobby's love is for the group the group it's not just Harry from the movies what we see is it's all just about Harry he does refer to them as Harry Potter's friends but he's just used to referring to people as someone's acquaintance. Yeah. But he calls them Dobby's friends. I think yeah. he calls Ron Dobby's friend in this. But like he, he he his mind thinks of as a singular person and then their extensions. He can't understand a lot of single people. Yeah. He's still grasping the idea of Harry's friends, Dobby's friends. It's a weird concept for him. We touched on this a little bit in part 1. Um, Hermione, or Ron, is like, oh, you're a girl, Hermione, let me take you to the ball. And she's like, I don't want to be a last resort besides somebody already fucking asked me. And? Who was it? Crumb. Victor Crumb. Hermonini. Who is Ron's mo- Ron's hero yeah. and worst enemy at the same fucking same time. time. How dare he this is where, not give me an autograph? This, <laughs> Literally. This is, where you, this is where you start to see that Ron likes Hermione. Yes, this is where it really kicks in. Because he gets very jealous. Very jealous. D- this whole time when they finally get to the Yule Ball, that's all he does is think about her and stare at her. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't dance... He doesn't interact. He, he just sits there and, and watches her. He watches Hermione with stalker intent, it yeah. feels like. And we, we've we had uh, conversations about this, that JK, it kind of seemed like she wanted Harry and Hermione to get together for the beginnings of the books. It kind of seemed that way for a while. But then in this one, I think you really start to see that She's it's starting to flesh Ron. out the Ron and Hermione thing. Yeah. Which I think it's early enough still that it's no big deal. And they she did. didn't switch it last minute. She didn't. In the movies, it kind of seems like that, but yeah. in the movies, you know, we have our strong opinions on the movies. Yeah. Um. So Harry, Harry, Ron, and Hermione get into this big fight, but it's less Harry, more Hermione and Ron. Yeah. Because Hermione's like, "You've been wanting his autograph this whole fucking time. Why does it matter that I took him?" And he's like. You're just a fucking gold digger. You just want him to. These are not in. direct quotes. No, of course not. He's like. Damn it, J.K. Why would you say that? <laughs> that's crazy. That's a kid's book. He's <laughs> like. That's in the young adult tra- section, and you're just dropping f bombs. You want? We're supposed to be on Harry's side, but you're um. You're crushing on the enemy. I wasn't even gonna try and say what the actual phrase is. Fraternizing. Really? Do you really think I could say that? She can't even say that, and you just said it. Fraternizing. Fraternizing. See? Um, And she's like, why the fuck do you even care? Blah, blah, blah. So they start fighting. And Hermione Harry's becomes... just like, I'm gonna die, guys. <laughs> Harry becomes the mom... Or Harry. Hermione. And this, and this whole time, he's been lying to him, saying that he knows what he's doing with the egg. Oh, yeah. Hermione... For like this whole fucking section, he's like, oh, yeah, I got it. Oh, yeah, I got it. And Hermione... it's like, don't just ask for help. Stop being annoying. What is this thing about asking for help? He's a bitch. He's a bitch. <laughs> Harry Potter in the I'm a bitch saga. <laughs> so, in the movie, we see a little bit of Snape and Hagrid. 
talking while they're... Well, it's not even Hagrid, is it? It's somebody else. Snape and somebody else when they're busting uh, kids. Uh, uh, is it what... Uh, the Durmstrang guy. What's his yeah. fucking face? Kakarot. 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 I think it's Karkaroff. Karkaroff. Whatever. Kakarot. Kakarot. Stupid Kakarot. But they're talking in the movie while they're busting kids, and it's like the Hufflepuff, or ten points away from Hufflepuff, ten points away from Ravenclaw, whatever, right? Because and people are making out like crazy. Let's get it. Of course, it's prom. Prom baby. Yeah, prom baby. Taking a stroll. But, um... In the movie, it's Hagrid and Snape. And her, uh... Do you keep saying Hagrid and Snape? Yeah, because it's Hagrid and Snape. No. It's still Karkaroff and Snape. Well, it's saying Hagrid and... Hagrid and Madame Maxine are together. fuck. It's saying Snape and Hagrid in this. Well, it's not. I don't know why it's saying that. Hagrid is with Madame Maxine because they listen. And they start... And she, he's all talking all lovey-dovey and it's like you know what you is girl and she's like i am not and like runs pissed away. and he's like what the fuck just happened what the fuck bitch and fucking knocking a bug off of him and shit <laughs> uh snape and kakaroff are talking and talking about the dark mark <laughs> i'm just gonna keep saying it are talking about the dark marks and in a way that's like very obvious but not at the same time yeah. Did you just throw up? No, I yawned and burped at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Quality content. Let's get it. Um, chapter 24, Rita Skeeter's Scoop. Rita Skeeter. In which past arguments are forgotten and Hagrid is replaced as um, caretaker. This bitch straight up wrote some shit of basically a fucking smear piece yeah. on Hagrid about yeah. the fact that his mama was a giant and like giants are terrible people so automatically his mama is a terrible person automatically making him a terrible person okay first off fuck I think his mom is a terrible person um, I think she did go she did go she did kill people okay but like fucking but but the question is, did the dad just like swim in there? That's not the question. <laughs> That's not the question. That's not even close to the question. <laughs> That's not even slightly the question. Because I have answers, and you don't want them answers. I don't want those answers. So, <laughs> giantess porn exists. Does it really? <laughs> no, I don't know. So, if it exists, it's there's a, a porn. There's an Among Us porn. Okay. So, the trio tries to visit Hagrid after they read this article, and the trio fails. And that whole fucking, that whole section, all it did was make me want to jump this bitch. Yeah. Like, fuck Reader Skeeter, okay? Fuck Reader Skeeter. So they go, so Bagman, so the trio goes to Hogsmeade, right? And they go to Three Broomsticks. Bagman is there. And he tries to help Harry with the next clue. He's like, have you solved that egg yet? And Harry's like, eh, not really, but I'm getting close. And he's like, well, actually, it's... And Harry's like, 
I don't want any help from you if you're not helping everybody else. Yes. Harry. The bitch. Shut the fuck up, Harry. Just get through it and stop being a baby. Oh my god. But Rita gets there. Rita comes into three broomsticks and Harry and Hermione rip her a new one. About to beat the shit out of Raider Skeeter. They're like, what the fuck do you think you're doing talking about him like that? You know, just going at her. And she's like, it's journalism, baby. Get onto it. And like, walks away. Journalism, bitch! Like, literally, that's not the quote, but it seems like that would be the quote. (laughs) She just slowly snaps him back away. Journalism, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Harry and Hermione go to have go to Hagrid's again they try to comfort him Dumbledore is there and Dumbledore is having just as much luck with Hagrid as they are because Dumbledore is like I'm trying to get to him y'all are trying we just don't want to talk to anybody right now but it works it works they they talk him down they calm him down he's a, he's a little hysterical but he, he, he's a gentle soul he gets hurt easy and then he comes to that as he always does Oh, Dumbledore is so good. He's Dumbledore can do us a Yes, he is. <laughs> the, the elder wants something with little wrinkly balls on it. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> Ugh, I hated that. Um, Cedric and Harry run into each other. Cedric, again, thanks him for the tip on the dragons. And he says something very creepy. Go, you know, try to have Your you figured out the egg. <laughs> have you figured out the egg yet? Harry's like, no. And Cedric's like, you know what? Uh, why don't you go think about it in the perfect bathroom? Prefix. Prefix bathroom. Perfect bathroom. Perfect bathroom. Eh. Perfect bathroom. Dude, <laughs> I just want Cedric to go up to Harry, breathe real heavy. <laughs> Your mama's gonna. <laughs> You can't even say it. Your mama's got a nice ass. It's like my mama said, <laughs> I know, bitch. That's creepy as hell. She made bones by that point. <laughs> but, um. Fucking the hip hole. Ew. But, um. Cedric's like, why don't you go to the prefix bathroom? It's nice. Draw yourself a nice bath, a nice warm bath. Maybe bring the warm, egg with you. Damn. Maybe, maybe ask me to go. And I'm like, is he trying to have sex with him in the prefix bathroom? Like, what the moaning Myrtle is. The moaning <laughs> Myrtle definitely is trying to get yeah. some. But Harry does it, and moaning Myrtle like comes out of nowhere, squealing and shit, talking about how the other guy was in here, but he doesn't look as good as you do. And I'm like, the fuck, bro? Bruh. Harry's over here like, I'm going to try every soap in this bitch. Yeah. Every fucking soap. Harry, like, covers himself in bubbles because he just feels violated. Um, Why do you have to use 12 different soaps, Harry? (laughs) That's so many soaps. I don't know, bro. You don't need that many boobles. (laughs) But, um, he figures it out. It's mermaids singing to them about, yeah, it's Seeing talking about how fish people you have an hour underwater or else they die. He doesn't necessarily understand no, that. Part. Not die. Or You'll never get them back. back. They did. No, they were just going to keep them. They did. Fuck. No, I did. 
Because well, they're keeping them underwater, they dead. Do they get to leave? No. Are they frozen like that forever? Probably. Basically dead. Not dead. Harry sees Crouch on the Marauder's map. This is one of the first times he's brought up again after he's gotten it back. To Matt? I got a question. Oh, yes. Did Harry get the map back? Yeah. Let me see if I can. At the end of this book. Oh, yeah. It didn't say it. But he gets it back because he has it in the next Why one. Why don't we ask J.K.? Hey, J.K., did he get the map back? What's it. that? What's that? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's crazy. He gets it back because Y'all he will never it. believe this shit. She never answered. You will never believe this shit. What? The snake's gender fluid. <laughs> the basilisk is gender fluid, y'all. That's crazy. He, he uses it in the next one, so of course he gets it back. But I'm just saying, it, it's taken from him, and it's never said that he gets it back. He uses it in the next one, so obviously he gets it back. It might not be the next one, but one of the later ones he uses it. Masters, if you don't be a... Please don't! <laughs> <laughs> Dobby is a gale. Are you gonna do that? Um... <laughs> Harry tries to get out, like Harry tries to see what's going on. He gets stuck on the stairs by Snape and a couple other people. Moody's there. He's underneath the cloak. Yep, and Moody can it's see It's Filch, it. Snape, and then Moody shows up. Master's giving Dobby a Glock. <laughs> Dobby is a thug elf. Um, you can see... <laughs> Moody can see him. He can see the map because Harry drops the map like a dumbass. And Snape knows it's Harry. So he's like, it's Harry's egg. I've seen that map before. It's Harry. Where the fuck is Harry? Where the fuck I know he's here somewhere. Where the fuck you at, Potter? <laughs> I know you're here somewhere, bitch. Yeah, and then Moody's like, ah, you're fucking crazy. And then Moody just takes the map. He's like, yoink, hippity-hoppity, yeah. this is not my property. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, the second task is chapter yeah. 26. The second task. Task two, bitches, we made it. <laughs> we made it and we didn't do a part three yet. <laughs> We're not done yet. This is literally <laughs> part two, or chapter two. Task two. You got <laughs> so fucked up just now. You we like, still got a whole Whoa. other task. Woo. We got a whole like chunk of the book left. Task two gonna take a minute. But like there's a whole chunk. Task two don't take there's a, a chunk, minute. Ch- task three and then a chunk. So we're gonna have to skip some stuff. So we ain't skipping shit. Hermione we ain't skipping nothing. About the second task. Mm-hmm. They try to help him out. Harry's like, they're looking at, or this cute girl is looking at Harry in the library. This is in the movie. Hermione's like, they're only looking at you because uh, they think you're the chosen one. Harry's like, but I am the chosen one. Which is true, but also, get your head in the game, boy. You're about to fucking die. Um, in the uh, movie, it is Neville who brings him the, who shows Yeah, that the was a big change in the book it's Dobby yeah that was a huge change I, I was like what the fuck whoa yeah 
Whoa. See, but they set it up as Neville getting the book from Moody after the after the curses class. Yeah. Because of what happened to Neville's parents, he thought it would help calm him down because yeah. Sprout told him that he has a real interest in herbo- herbology. Which, herbology? Which does happen in this book a little bit because we find out about Neville's parents more in this book. They're not dead, they're just fucking crazy. That shocked the shit out of me. Really? I was like, they're not dead? Hold the fuck up. What? They're just crazy? Yeah. That's fucked up. Neville goes to see him? Yeah. That's fucked up. Wait till uh, order. Dude, I'm not ready. Wait till order. I'm not ready. She's yeah. just gonna get sadder from here. It gets very sad. Um, Dobby gives Harry Gillyweed, telling him that it will help him underwater. Um, Harry performs the second task, which is recover uh, those who he loves or cares about from the mer people. And it was Ron. And it was Ron, but Hermione was also down there, and he was gonna get Hermione. And Chow was Ch- Chow. Cho was down there too. Yeah, and Flora's sister. And Flora's sister, and he was gonna try to help them, but uh, Cedric came in a bubble. I believe it was. Yeah, yeah. Bu- he had a he had a bubble helmet. Um, <laughs> him and Flora both used the uh, bubble. She Flora's had it. Work. She had it as like just a mask thing. No, Flora's did work. But she got t- uh, the uh, Grindelows. She got fucked up. Pulling her yeah. She got yeah. fucked up. But like she had a bubble thing around her mouth. Cedric, from what it described, had it over his entire fucking yeah. face, like and a then like a diver's Chrome helmet. Was a, f- uh, a uh, shark. Half shark. Like a part animagus kind of thing. Well, he was doing transfiguration, yeah. but he didn't fully. do He only it right. did enough to get through the water and yes. get out. Um, and so Harry was the only one that actually did something. Complete. Yeah. yeah. Harry uh, got Ron, but then he didn't see Fleur anywhere, so he got her her, uh, her sister, thinking that if she didn't, then um, she would just disappear. Yeah. And he didn't want that to happen. Yeah. Even though he should have realized that they were at Hogwarts and Dumbledore was simulated threat. Happen. Simulated threat. But you know something that I had a huge question about in the movie, hmm. uh, but it got answered in the book. I was like. Did they were they just gonna leave them down there? Cause they don't bring up the fact that at the end Dumbledore's like, yeah, I was gonna get them. Yeah, they don't do that in the movie. So I was like, fuck, was he really gonna just leave those kids down there? Yeah. That's fucked up. But in the book, it's like, no, of course not. Why would he do that? And I was like, thank God, cause that's really fucked up. Yeah. Cedric and Harry rival for second place. First place. First place. Um. Yeah, cause. Crumb, Crumb's third. Crumb came like, uh, yeah. Even though Harry came way late, it was they all came. Floor didn't make it. Yeah, so she's. Yeah. They were all late. Yeah, they all were past the hour, but it was uh, Cedric first, and then, then Crumb, but then, then Harry. Too. Yeah, but the uh, main Mer person came up and told uh, Dumbledore Harry made it there first. But he tried to save everybody. He sacrificed, thinking that they were stuck. Yes. Dumbledore, so he, once again, yeah. was on the Gryffindor train. Yep, let's get it. It wasn't just... It, it wasn't Harry just gets free Dumbledore. points. Harry gets free points. <laughs> um, Fuck Harry Potter the movie. Um. So, chapter 27. 
Padfoot returns. Son of a bitch. Fucking, I love when they do that. I love when they use their marauder names. Anyway. Ron kind of becomes a celebrity because he's like, yeah, you know, it's fucking I helped. Friend. I helped. Fucking, you know. You fucking didn't do nothing but just be uh, a fucking there being swam away. Skeeter writes an article about Hermione saying that she is a bitch, basically. <laughs> it's basically talking about how... You're a bitch. How Harry... Journalism how bitch. How she used Harry for his fame, and she never really loved him. But then she kind of loves Crumb, but does she really love Crumb? She broke Harry's heart, that kind of shit. That she's a uh, fame digger. seeker. Gold digger is the word. Yeah, but it never really said that Crumb got made. Are you fucking... <laughs> Are we, about to, are we about to fight? I'm making a reference to my own joke from earlier. She's snapping away. Journalism, baby. Um. <laughs> she just goes to a dark alley, but like it's just light enough that you can still see her just kind of standing in there, and it's like... Take a puff off a cigarette? No, we can, it's like she's just kind of standing there waiting for them to leave. It's like, we can still see you. reads it off in class because Snape is a bitch. Harry hears um, Snape and Cockroft talking about the dark mark. Because again, they're not sneaky about it. Harry, they Ron really aren't that sneaky no. about it. Harry, Ron, and Hermione meet Sirius in an old house. He is in his dog form. So which they don't necessarily see him at first. Um, and then he becomes a human form. And then they talk about Barty Crouch, uh, his son, dying in Azkaban. Mm -hmm. Which, this whole part, I feel like, is so important that they shouldn't have cut it out in the movie. Yeah. I, I get why they did, but out of everything, this part should have not been cut out. That whole chunk is gone. And it makes it makes the story so much better. Um, chapter 28 goes into the madness about of Mr. Crouch, which is what the name of the chapter is. Uh, Hermione, Ron, and Harry are in the kitchen again. Hermione's upset about Winky. Harry sends owl, an owl with food for Sirius. Hermione gets threatening letters. Um, that was fucked up. By owls. That was readers. real fucked up. That was fucked up. The puss. Them just mm -hmm. fucking, like, Putting puss and shit all, all up on her face and shit. That's fucked up. Yeah. D don't. I don't care how much you want to be mean to somebody. Don't fucking do that. No. That That's not cool. Those fuckers that have thrown acid in people's faces. Fuck you. Yeah. I hope you die, bitch. Hope you die. My fo fo, make sure all your kids don't grow, <laughs> motherfucker. The one of your motherfuckers got sickle cell or something. Um. Just gonna talk shit in two fuck. <laughs> Hagrid has nifflers, which is something that... I want a niffler. I know. That if you had only watched the movies, you only got introduced to in Fantastic Beasts. Yes. Yeah. But if you read this book, obviously you find out what a niffler is. They are so cute. And we find out what leprechaun gold is. I mean, we, we know what leprechaun gold is, but we find out that it disappears after 24 hours. 
if there's anything that will be known in the next 10 minutes. I really want a nippler. It is so cute. And it's very useful. You can get rich off a nippler. You can get rich off a nippler. Harry learns that the next, that the third task involves a maze. Um, and more hate mail comes in for Hermione. Leave that bitch alone. Like, I, I don't like Hermione. I'm team screw Hermione. But I would never do that shit. What we've left out is they're trying to figure out how Rita knows all this shit. Yes, they're trying to figure it out. And we figure that, we find out how they figure it out towards the end. And when Crip is getting to that point, I was watching something and I paused it because that's, it, that end point is so funny and satisfactory yeah. to me that I needed him, I needed his immediate reaction to it. He was just shaking his head the whole time, but it was funny as fuck. Um, Crumb asked Harry about his relationship with Hermione. Crumb and Hermione, Hermione. Their relationship, I feel like, is adorable and downplayed a lot in the movie. Because what we don't find out in the movie is that Crumb goes to the library every day just to sit there and read with her or yeah. watch her read. Yeah. Like he's so invested in her study life and just being with her. See, and I think that would have been a better love pairing love interest through the rest of the books than Ron. But then we never hear from him again. We never hear from him again. She's like, Will you come he's like, Will you write to me and come see me this summer? And she's like, Uh huh. Fucking never hear from Never hear from she him. She just again. goes straight to the order, like it that's it. Yeah. Um, JK forgot. Crouch appears all bloody and incoherent to Crumb and her Harry because they're like deep in the forest talking about Hermione. And Crumb's just there and he's talking nonsense. Or Crouch is there and he's talking nonsense. Harry tries to find his Dumbledore. Um, Snape stops him and is like, What the fuck are you doing? And Harry's like, Get the fuck out of my way. And Harry and Snape's like, no, bitch. <laughs> That's it. He basically is like, no, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, he gets Dumbledore. They go back down there. Crouch is gone. Crumb's knocked the fuck out. Um, and chapter 29, Harry and Ron and Hermione discuss Crouch. Fred and George discuss blackmail. Fred and George made a bet with Bagman. We discussed that in the previous part podcast. One. Part one. And what we find out is they didn't get paid for it. No. He paid them they in did get paid, gold. But he paid them in a bullshit way. Moody discusses Crouch. Moody's just like, I don't trust that, trust that man. He's fucking crazy. Yada, yada, yada. Nobody believes him at this point. Harry prepares for the third task and dreams about Boldy in Divinations again. It's the same dream, sorta. But this time he actually reports it to Dumbledore. Yeah. But it's a little more intense. But like it, that's how it is. Is it? It's the same dream, just a little more intense each time. I feel like it's getting more intense because he's getting closer. That's the problem. He's getting closer and he's getting more. Antici he's anticipating murdering Harry. Yeah. And the more he feels that murderous urge, the more powerful the connection is. Yes. So, 
I think we were talked. I think it talks about the Crouch story later on. It does. In a couple chapters, I just want to point that point out that it's very depressing. We're very close to that, so we, we need to. Um. We may have to do a part three, y'all. We're just about to get to the third task. Third task is a good chunk. Good chunk. And there's even more after that. Yep. We'll be fine. What are we at? An hour. Oh, fuck. Fuck. We're fine. Fuck. We gotta get the rest of this in 30 minutes. We get the... In this next chapter, Harry... Um, Harry. 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 Goes... Is left alone in Dumbledore's office. And he finds this weird-looking gold uh, bowl that has weird swirly, swirly shit in it. Swirly. Swirly. But pensive. Is pensive, yes. And he sees glimpses of Dumbledore's past because it is Dumbledore's pensive. He goes, um, what he sees is Karkaroff giving evidence before a court of wizards. So he sees younger Dumbledore. He looks much, I mean, he looks the same, but yeah. he's a lot is it, He looks the same but not at the same yeah. time Crouch's son being sentenced to Azkaban which this happens a lot sooner in the movie yeah. I think doesn't it yeah because it goes through two court cases it goes through uh, Karkaroff giving names and then Barty Crouch Jr. going to jail in this, but yes. in the movie that's the same scene yeah because, because in that scene Karkaroff says Barty Crouch, Crouch Jr. He says Barty, uh, Barty Crouch and then everyone like looks at him and he says Jr. Junior. And then David Tennant makes a run for it. But that doesn't happen. But that doesn't happen. Um, then he says Harry tells Dumbledore about his dream and the come and the headmaster speculates on the meaning basically being like while well, Dumbledore is being rose to power again. People are the dark mark happened at the Quidditch World Cup. We're all high alert about it. You need to focus on being a teenager because you don't know what's going to happen in the next couple of years. That's basically what he says to him. He talks about the pensive. The part with Barty Crouch Jr. is very fucking dark. Yeah. Yes. It's so fucked up. Like, I wasn't ready for it to be that much. I figured it was going to be him just being taken away. But, like, it's so drawn out. Yeah. The Dementors coming back over and him freaking out. And the Dementors getting closer and him turning to his mom and freaking out. The Dementors finally grabbing him and him screaming and he's as he's getting dragged away. Because he's like, I didn't do it, Father. I didn't do it, Father. Please believe me, Mother. Please believe me. It's not me. I'm innocent. Yada yada yada. It drags on just to make you feel. It terrible. hurt my heart. I was at work, and I was well. I was just about to get into work, and I was walking around getting my food, and I was listening to it, and my heart broke. And it takes a lot for that to actually happen to me because I listen a lot to a lot of true, uh, true crime. And so it's like one of those things that that kind of doesn't touch me that much anymore because I. But that's sick and twisted. Yes, but also just because it's I hear so much of that defense, but I know that it's fake. 
So, but hearing him and hearing the sincereness mm-hmm. in, what's the guy's name, Dan? It's James something. The uh, Jim Dale. Jim Dale. Hearing that in his voice, it like almost made me cry. But that's how they get you. I know that's how they get you. That's how they get you. They, they're they banking on you feeling that way. Um, The third task is chapter 31. Harry tells Ron and Hermione that there's a Dumbledore's this office. Is, this is this is where we're going to finish up. Yeah. Is the third task. And then we're... I, I guess we'd end up having a, either a regular uh, episode or a mini-sode to finish it up. Yeah. I didn't think we'd have to get to the three parts, but like, there's a lot that happens Betty, even after here. Crouch is too big of a thing to try to squeeze into this. So minutes. let's get the third task. Let's talk about it. Let's no, talk. let's end here and do... Why the, not? Let's end here and start with the third task in the next one. I figured we should do the third task and then uh, I end it at... Yeah, but uh, the third task goes into the next part. I don't mean finish the chapter. I mean just the task itself. Hmm. And then end it off from the end of the task. Them grabbing the cup. So... Ron, Hermione, and Harry are talking about Harry's visit to Dumbledore's office. Harry's practicing for the third task. He doesn't really know a lot. They don't know a lot. They're just doing a bunch They're of hexes. They're just doing a bunch of hexes and spells and trying to fucking hope this works. Rita writes another article about Harry and Hermione. Finally figures out, or thinks she figures out what ha- why Rita's getting all this information. And what we left out is the fact that Harry, to this point, has wondered why muggle technology doesn't work at Hogwarts. And Hermione just keeps bringing up the fucking... uh, Haven't you read a history of Hogwarts? No, we haven't because we're not bitches. And Ron basically says, we haven't because we know you have. Yeah, why, why would we? You could just spit it out for us. Yeah. Um... The Weasleys, so for the third task, there's a big feast before it, and the families of the champions come, and Harry's like, they're not here. They're fuck. you didn't get the Dursleys here, did you? Fucking, you didn't fucking do that, right? Please, God, tell me you didn't do that. And he opens the door, and it's the Weasleys. Yeah. Molly, Arthur. No, Arthur's not there. Or no, Arthur's not there, but Molly Molly and Bill. Bill. Fucking Bill. Bill, Bill, Bill. And at this point, that's when Fleur notices Bill. What's up? The best love story. So, girl. Uh, Charlie wanted to be there, but he got caught up with the dragons. But he was there for the first task, so it does kind of seem like he was already there. Molly's comment saying that uh, Charlie thought that Harry did a fantastic job in the first uh, tri- uh, first task. Yes. They have a wonderful meal together. Uh, Mrs. Weasley's like, Ron, how the fuck do you think you're doing in school? And Harry's, uh, Ron's like, I think I'm doing all right. Made up a few uh, giant names, but it's okay. Yeah. He's like, don't say that to your mom. Especially not Molly. Why, what's she going to do? Go fix it? She's going to fucking Molly. I don't know. I'm exactly. I'm scared of Mrs. Weasley sometimes. Molly, she scares me. Um... The four champions are set to enter this maze that was made out of the Quidditch uh, field at the school. Yes. 
they enter the four champions into the maze. Harry and Cedric, because they are tied, go in first. Go in together. And they're told that if things get too scary or you just need out, shoot re- a red flame. Red sparks. Red sparks out of your wand, and we will come and find you. A bunch of the teachers are scouting around the outside of the maze, yeah. watching. They're for there. Them. They're in like safety vests, except for Hagrid. He has it against his umbrella, which, bitch, but, um, <laughs> bitch, bitch, and they all lose each other, obviously, because they all go in different directions. Harry has his wand, and he has it set to like a compass. Almost. That was a really cool, like, that was really cool. Uh, spell where it was kind of like they told them what direction it was, yeah. and he's trying his best to navigate it through the compass. They just told him it was in the middle of the maze. Yeah, but they, th- I think they told them like the direction. No, just told him in the middle of the maze. Harry figured out mm. what general direction it would be. Harry hears Fleur scream, and he goes to try to save her. Which he notices that Crumb has actually tried to attack her. Or no, not yet, because Fleur attacks Cedric first. But Fleur just screams. She gets scared. And then she's gone. Yeah. Crumb attacks Cedric. Yeah. And he's like, you're going to automatically get disqualified. Why would you be doing that? Because he's doing the Imperious curse on him. But no, Cruciatus course. But like he doesn't, he doesn't respond. He just keeps going. Yeah, he, he just mindlessly keeps going at him. Uh, Cedric and Harry, you know, throw spells at him, but Harry finally gets him down, and I think he shoots the red sparks up yeah. to Crumb. And then Harry gets met. This is one of my favorite parts. Harry gets met with the Sphinx. That was fucking that crazy. Was cool. I love that part. And it's like telling him a riddle, and Harry's like, I'm not good at riddles. Hermione's the one that should be doing this. It talking about it grinning and stuff kind of creeped me out. Yeah. I wish it they would have done that in the movie. It's very yeah. Cheshire cat ish. Yes, very. And like, it was just super creepy. And it was like, if you get this wrong, I'm going to fucking eat you. Yeah. And it's like, damn, dude, that's fucked up. Harry finally figures it out after telling them, after having it say it slowly, like, multiple times. He's trying to figure it out. He's met with a big spider. Isn't it the thingamajiggy from earlier? No. No, no, no. He does uh, uh, find the blast indiscreet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cedric is there. Cedric tries to help him. They kind of figure it out because the only way to get through it was to shoot its underbelly. They got it. Finally, they got it down. Cedric gets caught. And Harry's like... Cedric's like, go. Go for it. Uh, Clearly, you're the champion in this. Go grab it. You're better than I am. And Harry's like, no, let's grab it together. Then we'll have to do a tie. They finally give in. After going back and forth for like three or four minutes and it's yeah. like dog just somebody grab the cup yeah they grab it together and it's pork key okay that's gonna be the end of uh, this podcast um we will finish it up on the I'm next podcast I'm sorry we're sorry I know you're pissed I know you're pissed we love you 
part three will come soon, I promise. I promise. Send our hate mail to our uh, Gmail. It's jackandgeekpodcast at gmail.com. Or our Instagram, jack underscore and geek pod. Or our Facebook. Jack and Geek Pod. Um, if you want us to give you a shout out, hit us up on our Patreon, Jack and Geek Podcast. Five dolans. Five dollars <laughs> shout out. Or answer our questions that we post on our Facebook or on our Instagram. Interact with us. We like to interact with you. We will interact with you. We'll do some shout outs if you have anything you want to be shouted out, like a, another podcast. Or Five dollars. Five dollars. Five dollars. Five um, gallons. <laughs> Five gallons is a lot of money. Five gallons is a ton of fucking a ton money. Ton of fucking money. We love you. Peace out. Bye.